The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, church. Good morning, morning, uh, everyone watching all around the world uh, in Zimbabwe, Tanzania, in the United States of America, in the UK. Good morning to you, man. What an awesome time to be alive, man. What an awesome time to be alive where we get to be a part of what God is doing in the kingdom. Man, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, the secret source. Part eight, man. Today we are landing, man, this, this, this awesome, this concord, man, which has been going all around, you know, for the past seven weeks. Today we are landing it today. And man, awesome, man. I know that, man, you, you, you got something out of that. You got something out of that, man. God has been moving, you know, in your life. And, and today, man, we just want to land this, 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 this plane. And uh, man, it's an awesome time. And as we start, man, I just need you to, to just raise your, your, your Bibles right now, man. And just, just you know, as, as we do it, just say, you know, this is my Bible. I believe what it says I am. I, can, I believe what it says I can do. Today, I'll learn from God's word. And my life will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, you need to have an expectation, man. You need to have an expectation, man. Last week, man, the word was, was, was just on another level, man. You need to have an expectation, hope. Man, you need to see it, man. And, and throughout this series, man, Pastor Tafara and Chipo, they, they started this series. We've gone through so many aspects of faith. So many aspects of faith, man. And, and, and I know, man, from the law of confession, you know, from imagination. And, 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 and today, guys, we just said, you know what, let, let, let me you know, go through three ingredients that will make your faith work. But it's a summary of what, what we've been talking about. So there's nothing new you know about this, but man, we, we just want to lean into it a bit more. Someone say, I'm here to do business with God. I'm here to get my promise. I'm here to get my business. I'm here to get my health. I'm here to get my promotion. In the name of Jesus. Man, you need to be expectant. We are not here just, just to be here, but we are here to get something. That's why we are here. We are here to get something. Man, I'm going to our foundational scripture, 1 John 5 verse 4, in the New King James Version. It says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. In the NLT it says, for every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory through our faith. You know, there's one thing that stands out for me, you know, just, just off the bat from these scriptures is that there is some overcoming to do. There is some stuff that needs to be overcome in this world. Because it's a limited world. It says that it's an evil world. But thank God that God has told us that it's an evil world and he has given us the true faith to overcome the evil world. So guys, it doesn't matter where you are in your life. It doesn't matter, you know, whether, you know, it's, it's, you're trying to defend what you have or you're trying to advance in this kingdom. You're going to need faith. 
That's what this scripture is saying. And it tells us that we need to be proficient in the use of faith. It's a prerequisite. You're not going to live victorious in this life without faith. And it tells us that we don't need to be victims. We don't need to say, I don't know what's going on. You know, a few weeks ago, you know, our boy was unfortunately ill and, and we took him to the hospital and I'm with him with the, at the hospital and he's crying and, and, and I'm like, what's going on, boy? What, what's going on? You know, why are you crying? <laughs> Where is it hurting? I mean, it, it, it was like really he had a temperature, but I realized that he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know that there's something called a fever. Therefore, you know, he, he just has to cry. But thank God we know that there is opposition. We know that the enemy will try and come against us. Therefore, we don't have to cry like we do not have hope. We just need to engage faith as what the word has told us and, we, and overcome. That's what we need to do. Because we've got the knowledge and we've got the solution in our hands. God has given us this. And he says that we need to develop this skill. We need to. I mean, raise your hand if, if, if there's nothing you need faith to do for you. If you're online, just type me. I'm the champion. There's nothing. I don't need faith for anything. We need faith. We need to have faith. Even if you think your life is okay, man, you need to be engaging faith so that you can advance the kingdom and do more. So faith is a prerequisite. And how do we develop this, this skill called faith? There are three ingredients of faith. There are much more, but we just said, let's zone in to these three ingredients. The first thing is that you need to make the word of God the final authority in your life. Amen. If the word of God says it, that's it. That settles it. If the word of God says it. We're going to go to this scripture now of Psalm 119, verse 89. But before we read it, the interesting fact is that in this chapter is right in the middle of the Bible. It is the longest chapter in the Bible. Right? And every verse talks about the word of God. Whether it's saying my, my, your precepts, whether it's saying your, your principles, whether it's saying your promises, whether it's saying you know, your law, it's talking about the word of God, how central and how important the word of God is. And Psalms 119.89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever. Your word is settled in heaven. And ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is what we have to settle in our own hearts. That the word of God is the final authority in our lives. Amen. It's the word. It can't be negotiated. It's not up for debate. It's the word. It's settled. Right? And why is it important? This is to help us. Why is, the, why is it important for me, for you, to have the word of God as the final authority? It's because it has got the power, first of all, to establish and sustain your life. Amen. If the word of God has the power to establish this world and sustain this world, the entire world, how much more your life? <laughs> your life. Right? It says that in John 1, verse 1 to 5, it says that in the beginning was the Word. And most of these are in the New King James Version. It says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. 
in him life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and darkness did not comprehend it. He's saying that the word of God was in the beginning, man. It's all about the word. Right? And I like Hebrews 1 verse 3. It says, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. When the word is powerful and it upholds all things, man. It upholds all things. It can uphold your life. It can lift you up. It can lift your life up. It's the word of God. It has the power to do this. 2 Peter 1.3 says, As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. The Lord God has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. All things pertaining to us succeeding in this world, God has already given to us. And it says here, it is given to us through the knowledge of him. And how do we get knowledge of God? It's through knowledge of his word. Because the God and his word are one. So if you want to get everything that the Lord has given you, pertaining to this life, to victory in this life, you need to get to know him, and you get to know him through his word. So this is why it's important for us to say, man, what is in this book? That's it. What is in the word? That's it. There is nothing else. That's it. The second thing why it is important for the word to be the final authority on your life is that it keeps you on the path of victory. It keeps you on the path of victory. It's only his paths where there is victory. <laughs> it's only walking on the paths that God said, that is where the victory is. And, you know, we go into a story here, you know, in Matthew 17, 1 verse 5, you know, and we're reading this with 2 Peter 1 verse 1, 2 Peter 1 verse 16 to 19, and this is, you know, Peter obviously talking about what happened, you know, at the Mount of Transfiguration, right, in Matthew 17 verse 1 to 5. I mean, Jesus takes the boys, you know, Peter, James, and John, and said, well, let's go up this mountain, right? And before their eyes, you know, you know his face, it begins to shine like the sun, right? Before their eyes, you know, his, his clothes, you know, they're they are, they are as white as the light. And in that moment, right, Elijah and Moses, they appear in front of them and they begin to have a conversation with Jesus. <laughs> and not only that, they hear an audible voice from heaven, from God himself, right, saying, this is my beloved son, Right? And, and, and we hear this. And, th and the thing is this, right? Peter is saying that we saw this. We saw all this. But he says that, but we have a sure word of prophecy, Amen. which is the word. Amen. Man, if it was us, man, you know, brother Q, Marsha, <laughs> Cliff, I mean, like, boys, let's, let's go and start the Mount of Transfiguration Ministries. I mean, what, what, what can you tell us? What can we tell us when we had God, man, Jesus' you know, face, it, it transformed right in front of us. Elijah and Moses were there. Come on, guys, let's go and start Mount of Transfiguration Ministries, man. I mean, what else do we want? 
But Peter says we have got a more sure word of prophecy. The word. It doesn't matter what you have seen. It doesn't matter what you have experienced. It is the word that is the final authority in your life. It is the word that is the final and the sure prophecy in your life. It doesn't matter what the doctor's report is. It is the word that is the final authority. It doesn't matter what the economy is saying, what the statistics are saying. It is the word that is the final authority. It doesn't matter what's going on right now. It is the word that is the final authority. Amen. 2 Peter 1, verse 19 in the King James Version says, We also have a more sure word of prophecy, where unto ye do well to take heed. In the NIV, it says that you will do well to pay attention to it. As to a light shining in a dark place. Whatever you see is dark in your life right now. He says you pay attention to the word. Pastor H, how about my bank account is saying this? How about at work they're saying retrenchments? How about my marriage is falling, falling apart? My business is crashing. You do well to take heed of the word of God. Amen. You do well to do that. Take heed of the word of God. Pay attention to the word of God and there will be light in that darkness. Light will shine in that darkness. Light will dispel that darkness. If you do well to pay attention to the word of God. That's what the scripture is saying. That's what God is saying to us. Man, the word of God, it's not up to some private interpretation to say that, ah, but for me, because this is what happens in our family. So, 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 no, no, I think this meant this. But for me, because this happened, therefore, this scripture means this. No. The word of God is the word of God. And we'll stand on the word of God until it comes to pass. Because the word of God is the final authority. It's not up for amendments. We do not amend the word of God. We do not amend it. There are no amen, there's no parliament which you sit and say, but let's add this to, the, to this law. It's settled. And the third thing, and it says it's, not, it's because it didn't come about through the will of man. <laughs> so because it didn't come through the will of man, there's nothing we can do about it. We need to focus on the word of God. And the third reason why the word should be the final authority in your life it's because the word of God, it brings fruit, fruitfulness. Yes. It's the only thing that can bring life into your situation. Yes. It's the only thing. It's the word of God. It's the only thing that can bring life into your situation. Amen. John 6 verse 63 says, It is the spirit who gives life. The, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The word of God is spirit. It is the only book that can impart life. It's the only one that can bring you success. It says the word of God, it brings light. In Psalm 119, verse 130 again, it says that the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. You know, sometimes your solution is not very far from you. 
Your solution is not very far, but what you need is the entrance of the word of God so that it can bring light into the dark places and show you the victory. Man, in 2020, 2021, we were looking for a place you know, as the church, and we ended up going to Santon, right? We said there's no space for kids at Eagles Nest. There's no space for kids. And we ended up going to Eagles Nest, right? To Santon. Sorry, that's why you need a wife. You ended up going to Santon. <laughs> we went to Santon. We did what we did in Santon. But, you know, a few, maybe a year later or something, the opacity was back here, all these things, the team. And, you know, it, it, it just came about, you know, through discussions that there's actually a space behind here. Here, there's a space to build rooms and classes for kids. Man, there's a space in your life somewhere for your success. Yeah. It's not too far from you. There's a space somewhere for your business, for your health, somewhere within you. Sometimes you want to look so far. I mean, maybe I should go there, I should fly there and there, I should do whatever. It's with, within you, close to you. Your success is there. It's there. But you need to receive from the word of God. You need to allow yourself to receive from God. I say, God, I know it's here. I expect it to be here. And I expect that you show me that it's here. You need to, exp to allow the light, guys. It's your, how you put the bulb so that the light can be shown. You, you, can't just, you, you have to put something. You have to do something. You have to receive something. Right? You have to receive. I mean, we, I mean we've been pre there are so many servers, you know, for this series of how to receive. You can get this, how to receive. Pastor T preached about, you know, about, about getting the 30, 60, and 100 fold. You can read the, the, the devotion there. You can read the scripture. If this is your first time, the, the, the sermon, you can go to the sermon. If this is your first time watching from line on here, and you can catch that. Right? So the solution is here. It's, it's through the word. The word of God can give you health. Psalm 107.20 says that he sent his word and healed them. And deliver them from their distractions. There is nothing that the word cannot do. I mean, if you are here today, you have to be expectant that today you will get it. You will not leave this house with, with this room without it today. Amen. Whatever you are looking for today, you will, you will walk out of it with it today. Wherever you are watching on, online, today you will walk out with it. Today. John 1 verse 14, it says that, And the word became flesh and dwelt among them, and we beheld his glory. Amen. This word becomes flesh and dwells in your house. It becomes abundance. This word becomes promotion and dwells in your house. It becomes health and dwells in your house. That's the power of the word. Amen. The word is, is alive. Yes. It's alive. It's the power to come into your house, into your living room where you are right now and become flesh. Where you are seated right now, it becomes flesh and you begin to walk with abundance. You begin to have abundance, the abundance of God, the glory of God within you. That's the power of the word of God. Amen. And it says here, however, you have to work it in your life. You have to work it into your life. The word, it wants to give you life, to impart life. 
but we need to work it into our lives. The word of God in the message, Matthew 7, verse 24 to 26, it says, These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life. Homeowner improvements to your standard of living, they are foundational words. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know all the men will be like in the house, but this doesn't matter. Why are we buying this thing? <laughs> it's saying they are not those things where you think they don't matter. These are important. This is what the word is saying. They are foundational words. Words to build a life on. And it says, if you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on a solid rock. Rain poured. Rain is going to pour. The river flooded. A tornado hit, but nothing moved the house. It was fixed to the rocks. To the rock. But if you just use my word in Bible studies, life group, on Instagram, whatever, and don't work them in your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When the storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. When the storm is going to roll in, it's going to happen. Remember, it is a world with opposition. So it's going to happen. There are going to be challenges, man. There's nothing wrong with, 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 with the business idea which you got. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with, 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 with your career and when you started it, you know, with your body, with, with your marriage. There's nothing wrong. Everything, it's, it's well. But the difference is, where are you going to choose to build it on? Because the challenges are going to come. The storms are going to come. But where do we choose to build on? Say that we are going to build on this. No matter how hot it gets, we are going to build this thing on this. And if it says this, we are going to make sure that we are a success. That's what the word is saying. That's the power of the word. And what's the second ingredient? You have to be convinced that you are right with God. You have to be convinced that you are good, man. I'm good with God, man. Someone say, I'm good with God. Yeah. You have to be convinced that, man, me and God, we are good. You have to be convinced that there are no cases chasing you and whatever. You have to do gymnastics. You have to be convinced that, man, I'm good. And I'm untouchable. You have to be convinced. You have to know this. That you are good. You qualify for the promises of God. You qualify to walk in the promises of God. You qualify. You deserve it. Say, I deserve to be successful. I deserve to be in good health. I deserve that promotion. I deserve to have joy. In the name of Jesus. You qualify. You qualify. Second Corinthians 5.21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 
The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God is not, not mad at you, man. He's not. We read a story in Numbers 23, verse 7 to 8, where Balak, the king of Moab, hires a prophet, Balaam. He says, you know what? Curse these children of God. Curse these children of God. And it, it says, and this is the response uh, Balaam had, the prophet, in Numbers 23, verse 7. It says, and he took up his oracle and said, Balak, the king of Moab, has brought me from Aram and from the mountains of the east. Come curse Jacob for me. And come denounce Israel. And this was the response. How shall I curse whom God has not cursed? And how shall I denounce whom the Lord has not denounced? God has not denounced you. No one can denounce you. It doesn't matter, man, where you come from and whatever you think happens there. It doesn't matter. God has not denounced you. Therefore, no one can denounce you. No one can denounce you. It doesn't matter. No one can denounce you. Because God has not denounced you. Ephesians 1 verse 21, it says that you are seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above any principalities and powers, far above every name that is named. Even if they don't have a name for it yet, you are far above it. Even if they come next year and say there's now this new thing, you are far above it. It doesn't matter what they come with. You are far above every name that is named. 1 John 4 verse 17 comes from here in our love made perfect that as he is, so are you in this world. As Christ is, so are you in this world. How can you be cursed? How can you be disadvantaged? You will never be disadvantaged in the name of Jesus. You will never be disadvantaged in the name of Jesus. You are untouchable. You are untouchable. The third ingredient, it's a revelation of God's love that makes faith work. Amen. Whenever you find yourself struggling in using faith, it's an indicator that your revelation of God's love for you is diminishing. Because he's on your side. Because God is rooting for you. God set this thing up so that you can succeed. And he wants you to succeed. That's the love of God for you. Galatians 5, 6 says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. Amen. Being convinced that God loves me. I'm the apple of God's eye. Amen. I am not alone. I will succeed. I walk with God. Amen. And he's rooting for me. He wants me to succeed. That is what makes faith work. Right? And the more, yeah, because the more we understand the love of God, the more we act in faith. And why it's important, guys, it will allow you to stand on the promises of God. It will give you the strength to stand on the promises of God. Because in between every believed and prayed, prayed prayer and its manifestation... It's time. There's a time element. Yes, it might happen today, it might happen next week, but this thing called time, it's there. And you need to be able to stand. In Romans 4, verse 17 to 22, Paul making a commentary of how Abraham attained the promise, 
if we go to verses 20 to 22 in particular, he says he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that he, that he had promised he was also able to perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Being convinced that this person who has promised, man, he is going to deliver. <laughs> you, you have some, those people in your life, you know that, man, this is sorted. I, this person, ah, I, they are going to deliver. Right? I know sometimes it's in the opposite, but hey, let's keep it positive. You know that this person is going to deliver. They are going to deliver. And he was convinced because he knew God loved him and therefore he trusted him. Therefore, he was able to stand and say, this is going to happen. Isaiah 26, verse 3 to 4, and we're going to end with, end with this one. It says that you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Whose mind is stayed on the promise keeper, as opposed to just the promise. Sometimes we get distracted because we are focusing just on the promise. No, I haven't seen the promise. I haven't seen the promise yet. But he's saying, stay your mind on the promise keeper. Amen. And he says that he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusts in you. The issue here is trusting. The only way you're going to trust is if you've got a revelation of his love. Amen. Therefore, I can trust that he's going to act in my best interest, that he has done stuff in my best interest. Amen. And he says that trust in the Lord forever. For in Yah, the Lord is everlasting strength. Amen. Strength to stand. Strength to keep on, on his word, to continue on his word. That's what is needed today. And then we are just going to close now in this. And I just want you to get on your feet. As we just thank the Lord for his word. I told you that we are here to get from God today. We are here to do business with God today. And I'm saying today, we are coming to take territory. Today, we are coming to get our promise. Today, whatever it is, you know what you want from the Lord. You know what you are believing God for. Whether it's a family situation, you know yourself. Whether it's a personal situation, whatever it is, pregnancy, whatever it is, it's here today. In the name of Jesus, promotion is here because his word is here and his words becomes flesh. It's flesh. It's dwelling among us today. And we have beheld its glory today. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you to pray. Wherever you are, pray right now in the Holy Ghost. Pray. Declare that you have what you have right now. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. We glorify your name. We magnify your name. Father, we thank you, Jehovah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your love that you have for us. We thank you for your word, Father God. We thank you for your word, Father God, that allows us, Lord God, to stand. We thank you for your word that allows us to overcome, to be victorious in this world, oh Lord God. Father, we thank you that you're mindful of us, Jehovah. We thank you that you love us, oh Lord God, with an everlasting love. Father, we thank you that today we are possessing our promises in the name of Jesus. 
We take hold of our promises today in the mighty name of Jesus. We saw that business be made manifest today in the name of Jesus. That promotion be made manifest in the name of Jesus today. Today in the name of Jesus. I speak that job today, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. I speak health today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I speak that baby right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak it right now in the name of Jesus. Be born right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now. Thank you, Jesus, for peace in that marriage. Right now, in the name of Jesus, there's a shift right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for health, Lord. Right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Today, in the name of Jesus, it's done. I see emails coming in. Today, in the name of Jesus, I see today, in the mighty name of Jesus, emails coming in right now. They are writing to you right now. Say that deal has been approved. Your CV has been sent. You have seen your CV. We are calling you to that interview right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's done right now. In the name of Jesus. I see your family member calling you right now. And say let's work this out. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jehovah for answered prayers. Right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we are victorious. In the name of Jesus. Father we thank you. That you have removed all barriers, removed all boundaries, removed all limitations. In the name of Jesus, they are gone right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's done. Wherever you're watching from, it's done. Your health is restored. In the name of Jesus, I speak a good report. In the name of Jesus, I speak a good report. In the name of Jesus, today, in the name of Jesus, a shift. In the name of Jesus, today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for healing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You might be here or you might be watching online and saying that, man, I also want to receive the promises of God. I also want to make the word of God the final authority in my life, but I don't even know Jesus. If you are here, you can lift your hands up right now. We want to pray for you to receive Jesus. You are watching online. Wherever, lift your hand where you are there. I want to lead you in a simple prayer right now. The word of God in Romans 10 says that if we confess with our mouth, verse 9, the Lord Jesus, and believe with our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. So let's just say this prayer with everyone here in faith, everyone watching online, for someone who's going to watch. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I thank you for dying for me on the cross. And I call you Lord. I believe that you died. And God raised you from the dead. Come into my life. And be Lord. Thank you. For accepting me. 
in your commonwealth. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And if you've made that prayer, please send us an email to admin at Faith Hill Church and we will send you resources to help you on this journey. And if you are here today, reach out to our elders. We can come in front and we can have a chat with you. Guys, that's it from today. Thank you very much. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about how you can become a partner, visit faithhill.tv today.